This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and SPF 50 wearer. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and watcher of leaves changing. And you found the Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and sometimes information. Hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb. We changed the tone a little bit. Uh, I almost forgot to what I was saying when I was saying trainer. My brain was like, what is it? What are you saying? <laughs> Certified personal. <laughs> and then, um, and then I'm, you know, talking about autumn a little bit, maybe a little early because it feels so goddamn hot in Los Angeles. I know. God damn hot. Hot take, Ooh. hot temperature. It is September. It's not September, but it's like almost September. We're, the last yeah, week of August should be September. September's better. No offense, August, but um, it not an AUG we, fan. It's just like the month that doesn't end. It's so long. It's so long. And what is it's it? Thirty-four what is, days. What do you do? It's yeah, thirty-four to forty-six days. At thirty-four least. to forty-six days. The only <laughs> month that is that. <laughs> anyway, I just am like it's. It's like I wasn't gonna light my um my Nora? fall candle. Ah. Or Monora until it was time. Mm-hmm. Like September 1st was what I was going to wait until. But we had, Sanger, I haven't talked to you. We had an earthquake uh, hurricane, Hur- hurricane earthquake day. Yeah, hurricane. Is that what people are calling it? <laughs> or an earth cane. Um, Ooh, but it was really a, a tropical storm. It got downgraded to a tropical storm. Sure. Uh, because of the ocean temperature in Los Angeles, the Pacific <laughs> Ocean temperature Boring. of the water. We uh, had a hurricane earthquake. All right. Did you feel the earthquake? I didn't, but you know what I did? I got an alert on my phone immediately, like maybe even as it was happening. Like somebody's fucking on it. Like somebody's yeah. on that shit. Like um, they're looking at a crush's Instagram or something where it's just like, ooh, <laughs> new fucking photo, story. New I gotta photo. check. Um, but, uh, do I look too thirsty if I watch their story, story a second after it's first? Yeah. (laughs) You're having pancakes. (laughs) Um, but I got a, uh, alert immediately, immediately. And then I, we couldn't feel it, but I saw, I had some light fixtures that hang from the ceiling and they were all swaying back and forth. (laughs) Yeah, I said brag. Um, okay, I'm gonna brag because I felt it. I think I'm. I think I'm always expecting an earthquake. Like I'm ready. I'm always ready. And so then, when it was happening, I was like, Jason, do you feel that? Because we were watching. This is a callback to a previous episode of us. We we watched a time to kill. Ah, incredible. What do you think of? It's a good movie, and old McConaughey yes. is looking pretty hot in that one, right? He is so hot, and I, I have to say, like, I don't always think like if uh, if it's like a like a guy in his forties, fifties who's like a Hollywood guy. If you like, kind of rewind 20, 30 years, I don't always think it translates the same because I'm like, hey, I've seen him like hot 
older guy. So now he looks like a scrawny little guy. But McConaughey holds up. <laughs> yeah, there's something special in every decade of the guy's life. <laughs> yeah, really. But uh, but my one question, and then we'll get back to this earthquake, was why did they grease Ashley Judd up so intensely in every scene she's in? Which she's only in like eight scenes. They're all everybody's greased. super sweaty in it. I think it's they it's, are, but she's like she's especially sweaty. I mean, it's Joel Schumacher directed it, and he is. Um, he directed St. Elmo's Fire and um, so are they all like, sweaty in that one? Um, no, but it's it got the like Brat maybe. Pack. It's like he's good at like casting sexy people in movies and adding okay. this the sex into things. And um, <laughs> in, interestingly, like he's a fascinating guy. He died, unfortunately, but made some cool, good looking movies and um, put uh, Colin Farrell in his first big kind of Hollywood feature. This movie called Tigerland. Um, okay. uh, about the, he's got a good eye. He's got a really good eye, can find good talent. Um, he's got a good sense of fashion and he, I think got discovered because he used to dress windows, um, in New York oh, and interesting. Woody Allen walked by and was just so taken by how impressive they were. Um, you know, like Whoa. at the mall, like where they would like dress up the, the window, you know, for, the displays for different department stores that he hired him as a production designer on one of his movies. And that's kind of how he broke into the business. So he's got a great like Jeez, eye. That's cool. But I mean, this is, you know, this movie's it deals with intense subjects, but it's like a good looking movie with like hot people. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, it is very intense and I was like, Oh, what did, what did we sign up for here? Um, but it was, it, it really was, I couldn't, I couldn't stop watching it. I didn't want to stop watching it because usually we have to watch movies in two days. And I was like, we can do this. Um, yeah. Sandy Bullock looks great. Sam Jackson even looks great. He's not supposed to look good, but he looks good. Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland is all creepy in it. God. Yeah. I hate, I mean, obviously you're supposed to hate him, but God, um, the King James so, Bible. So we did it. We watched it. Um, McConaughey, Great work, McConaughey. Um, the earthquake was a rolling one, which I don't know if you've been in. I have not been in a rolling earthquake in so long. Like maybe in the fifth grade was the last one I was in. And I was like, Jason, do you feel that? And he was like, no, I don't. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm like dizzy. <laughs> and then he was like, wait, I feel it. And then we got the alert and it was like, bada bing, bada boom. Everyone's talking about it. We're having the craziest day ever. Earthquake and a hurricane, tropical storm. Intense. Um, just so you guys know, you are you didn't misread. We are going to be answering a bunch of your questions. <laughs> People wrote in <laughs> oh, with yeah. tons of questions. We will get to those. Yeah. Promises, promises. Uh, and a lot of great questions. Thank you guys for, um, for your response to that. It was overwhelming. Um, but... Interesting stuff with Aaron. You recently took uh, a trip, did some big hikes out in Utah. Yeah. Yeah. We went up to Zion National Park. Have you ever been up there? I haven't, but I've been hearing about it for years and want to go, you know, because I do like hiking and uh, sister wives. Uh, 
<laughs> no, but I, I like hiking a the lot. The hit and, TLC show? Yeah. and <laughs> Or just the idea of Sister Wars. No, the hit TV show. That fucking guy. <laughs> they just dropped around them all little, on HBO Max. I gotta, you gotta watch. <laughs> his little two-door Lexus. I, he should have that car. He deserves it. He looks hot in it. He sh- and he's like just driving around each of his houses. Hey, what's your name? And you know, like it's got all the kids everywhere and stuff. <laughs> Who the fuck's so this many guy? children, so many kids. Um, well, in Utah, they are who greets you as you enter the state. They just hang out, um, and they come through. They say, "Hey, what's up?" Um, you're optioned if you're a woman. You're optioned to become a wife, uh, or you could, you know, you could say no, but you are kind of thrown thrown in um, as as an option. So that is something to consider if you're going to take your family. <laughs> We're, of course, joking. There's a lot more to Utah than polygamy and hiking. Um, so I don't know that there's a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I'm sure. There goes our base. There goes our Utah base. Yeah, our Utah base. It's, it's okay, you guys. Let us know um, what we can do to make it up to you. Um, but Zion was absolutely epic. I will tell you one embarrassing thing, which is that I thought, Zion was Arches National Park. So Arches is the one that has the big, like the big arch or hole, like looking thing, like that's on the Utah license plate. Do you know what oh, I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Um, so I thought it was. I thought they were just all at Zion. I thought it was the circle of guys and the big tall guys uh, were all at Zion. That was not true. There is another park hours away from Zion that has the circles. So if that's what you're wanting to see, you won't find that at Zion, but it was absolutely beautiful. The hiking was really fun. Now my, uh, you know, my husband's in a wheelchair, so we are, we have limited hikes available. Um, but the ones that we could do were freaking awesome. And one of them, you could even bring your dogs. We did not bring our dogs because on the website it says no dogs allowed in Zion at all. But guess what? There were dogs and I was pissed because I would have at least tried to bring my dogs. That would have been fun. So um, good workouts. I was able to like get my heart rate up for the first time in a while and that felt really good. And it was really hot. So it was like, you're like double, you're like double sweaty because you're working out and it's really hot. You got to drink lots of water, but it was awesome out in nature. Highly recommend. Okay. Would you do some good restaurants over there? Get some good food on board? You know, they actually had a few good restaurants. There's a little town right outside of the gate that was called Springdale. That's where we stayed. And like, unlike Yosemite, you know how like Yosemite, it's like, if you stay outside the park, it's, you know, probably a 15 minute drive to the gate, but then it's like an hour inside to the, like the valley, the main kind of hub. Right. So it's like a huge time commitment. And if you go in, it's like, you really don't want to come back out just to go back in. It's a lot. No, and all the all the hotels they they are all skeleton crew post COVID. So you like order mm-hmm. something and you're like, I'll get a club sandwich, and they look at you like you're fucking crazy. You're like, it's gonna be six hours. <laughs> yeah, With cl- and it will kitchen not closes have- at five fourteen p.m. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and if you wanted bacon, we don't have it and we no. don't care. Are you crazy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so this, I mean, where it's a little bit past COVID a little bit more, the, it's like really close to the edge of the park, the Springdale and like all the restaurants and stuff. And you can get into Zion really quick. And like, once you're in Zion, the like depth of it isn't quite as intense as Yosemite. So you can kind of, we like were able to go in in the morning, come out, have lunch, go back in and then come back out and have dinner. So that was nice. So we found a couple of good restaurants, some good food. This one incredible Mexican restaurant, I actually need to look up what the name of it was. But it was like healthy Mexican food, and it was yummy. It was mm. shocking. Um, and a really good steakhouse. We went to a really good steakhouse. Um, pretty like legit coffee shops. Yeah, it was actually surprisingly up to like date. Cause that's another thing with Yosemite. It was like the little town was like barely, it was barely hanging on. <laughs> like really the hotels had the restaurants. Uh, the food in the town was fine, but this I'd say had good food that I would. There's definitely, I, cause there's park city out there. There's like hip spots of mm-hmm. Utah that are, you know, has dynamic has have good food shopping all that kind of stuff that's great that's great it's good to um do those kind of vacation exercise vacations where it's not a total drag it's there's some fun stuff and yes sometimes yeah, you enjoy like them adventure-y. when they're done huh sometimes you enjoy them when they're done you know you're kind of like that was great <laughs> you know in the moment you're like ah oh, do i you know should i be laying by a pool somewhere but <laughs> but you feel good when you're done with these and you it's good to get that kind yeah. of oneness with nature and all that kind of shit. It's true. It's true. It, it was very, I, to me, I don't mind like when I, I exercise like that, where it's like you go on like a hike for a couple hours, then you get a big lunch, then you go on another hike. It's that's, I don't feel like I'm exercising. Yeah. Yeah. As, and so it's, it doesn't make, I don't feel like, but then on the drive home, you know, you're in the car for seven hours and then you're stiff as a board today. So, <laughs> you know, lies a feather stiff as a board. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play that yep, game? All your friends. Oh, hell yeah. Except we were, we, it was like, we did it, but like the Christian way. Oh, so you didn't talk about the person being a corpse or whatever and. You take yeah, out all like the muscles and bones and brains. <laughs> it's like you're getting. <laughs> have you done that from? <laughs> have you done that version of it where the person does like the all the no. muscles and bones and brain? Oh, okay. No, I mean, we were like the, in the name of in the name of God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. You are now floating from heaven down to the earth as an angel. Oh, Go really? Sleep. I don't know. It wasn't that. It wasn't that, but it was like, it was, we did not do like the, 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 that way, the bad quote unquote way. (laughs) You offered up bad without the quotes first. I know it's ingrained in me. I'm sorry. So that's what I did. What have you been up to? Um, not a whole lot. I mean, I was definitely participating in storm watch 2023. Uh, the local Los Angeles media had us had everybody whipped up panic shopping and stuff. 
Oh yeah. Did you go to the store? Gallons of water. No, I, I had just done some shopping. So, and I just wasn't as, I knew where we were. I knew like very early on, they could see that it was heading east of where we were. And so I knew it was going to be some bad rain, but I wasn't worried about big winds or and losing power yeah. or anything, you know. So, um, yeah, not like I, uh, I'm any I, like I'm any kind of weather genius or anything, but it's just I literally <laughs> just followed what they were, what like what the people outside of L.A. were saying about it, you know, not like the L.A. people that were hoping that it was going to be bad, you know, for the for their ratings or we, whatever. God, we want it so bad. <laughs> but um, what it did, it does trouble me that like the because what kind of protected us and made it not as bad as what they get, uh, you know, in the South and Florida and the Gulf and all that stuff is our ocean temperature. And that is rising. That's why we even, you know, had this tropical storm to begin yeah, with. Yeah. And as it gets yeah. warmer, we're going to have to start facing what they're facing over there. And that seems to be inevitable. And we don't have the infrastructure for it here because, you know, they've been dealing with it for years, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. It's, yeah. We never have here. And like, I mean, my, like I live in the valley. <clears throat> it gets <clears throat> <clears throat> sorry, protein <laughs> bar in my throat. It gets uh, like a light rain, and it's fucking flooded. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like it's, cars, yes. fucking jet skiing through water and yes. shit after like a little tiny rain. So you know, you can imagine yeah. if it's some big fucking hurricane. It's God. Like, I know that is. That is like, that was my fear was like when it rains here for more than three hours straight, it's a flood. So if it's going to rain all day, then we're going to have a little flood and then it's fine the next day, usually because the sun comes out at some point. So that's all, that's all that happened to us. Thankfully. Well, good. I mean, people were dying to hear what we thought about the (laughs) tropical storm Hillary. So there you guys go. (laughs) Check on your friends named Hillary. That was my, uh, one of my clients made that joke. Sorry. It's a good joke. Okay. Good night. Okay. Um, do you have any questions? questions? Are, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's get them pulled up. So you guys have questions for us. We will try to come up with answers. Um, starting with, are you ready? Stanger. Yeah. This question comes from M Bono 100. Are there benefits to working out right before going to bed? I, I think there's drawbacks to it. I think it affects your, it affects your sleep. Like if you elevate your heart rate too close to bed, um, you know, it can affect your sleep and then you don't get the proper recovery. I mean, I would say if it's the only time you can fit it in, it's better that than nothing. But if you're looking for optimum, you know, uh, adaptation and response, you want adequate rest. So you want like high quality sleep. And so you want to start, you know, because, so, you know, sometimes people that have like insomnia, they're too active or busy or they work really close to when they're having to get, then go home and go to sleep. Um, and they would benefit with a little bit of distance between the two. So I'd say if you can, you know, try to finish all your exercise two hours before bedtime. 
um, would be would be my advice to you because it sounds like this is looking for he's looking for you know how to optimize yeah. for yeah so yeah the I, I would of it. yeah um you know as far as like timing things you, you know you get all kinds of like mixed theories now on whether or not to fast or not to fast prior to cardio fasted cardio is there any benefit it all kind of shakes down to the same i think um so it's it's your personal preference um you know because if they when they put people on similar calories and they look at them over time it's not like the people that are fasted are getting a lot leaner per se um you know that being said i, I we don't know if they're adhering to you know all the the principles of it or the, you know, the, um, the restrictions of it. But if it works for you fasted, you know, and you want to do your cardio first thing, I don't know, but I would say there, it's dicey. The science on that is dicey could, you know, could prove to be beneficial, but they're, they're still kind of like looking into it and there are people that are constantly coming out and proving it and disproving it and all that shit. But one thing for sure is I know that with men, um, your testosterone peaks more, later in the day. Um, so afternoon, kind of early evening. So if you're really looking to like optimize when you have like the most testosterone, you know, putting your lifting schedule then if time permits, um, I don't really do it because it's, I, I couldn't be as consistent. I have to work out earlier in the day a lot of the times, but if you're looking for like science-based optimization, as far as, you know, putting the most amount of muscle on, that could be something to look into. Well, I would say, yeah, like bulk, the benefits to working out right before going to bed, I think is like, you'll, you'll, you'll have a, a nice pump. So if you're, if you're just re- wanting to, wanting to check yourself out, if someone else is going to be checking you out, you'll have a nice pump, right? Right. At, right. At that moment. Yeah. Well, you're sleeping night. great. Who knows? You know, if it's date night, go ahead, get a little pump on, see what's up. That's the benefit. I mean, other than that, you're not sleeping great. Um, your recovery is maybe shit, but like at the end of the day, you want to look good, right? Yeah, look good, feel good, fuck good. I guess <laughs> is that what it is? It's not mine. It's not my That's, quote. No, you didn't say that, but that is the quote. Yeah, I just not like I made it up. Um, it's not going to be on a dumbbell shirt. Fuck. I don't think fucking biceps are pumped <laughs> they always like this yeah <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> my burden to bear sorry i look good anyways time to go to sleep for sure banging out Let's push-ups see. in the bathroom <laughs> air squats push-ups <laughs> Hey, I mean, if you're looking for a benefit, that's the benefit, right? Everything else is shit. Well, you ready? Move on. Yeah, I got one. Okay. Oh, this. All right. This I'm, this I throw to you. Okay. Uh, this is coming to us from Yules Young. Meal prepping: How to make it simple and not disgusting. Yeah, okay. How do you make it simple and not disgusting? Okay. 
I'm going to say to make it, you're going to have to find what makes it not disgusting to you. And that will take a little bit of exploration in terms of like, what are you okay with eating after it's been sitting in a little Tupperware for a couple of days? Um, for me, I have found that cold chicken doesn't bother me. I can eat cold chicken. I can heat up chicken that's old and that doesn't make me feel barfy about it. Um, I am also okay with like cold rice or cold potatoes, that kind of world. Um, rice can get a little, and so can potatoes. They can get a little wet. So I don't love them, but I will like, if I'm roasting everything all together, I will just like, be like, Hey, this is only for a time. Um, it'll be okay. I don't do wet or old vegetables. That's where I draw the line. So that I just have like raw vegetables. Um, and I keep them separate and I eat them. Like I don't, I don't cook them. I just have them. If I'm, if I'm meal prepping, I don't like put in soft vegetables (laughs) into a container. That's where I draw my line. So that's what I would say. If you like play around with it, I like, um, ground beef doesn't bother me after a few days. Um, but like I used to make turkey meatballs and I couldn't eat them cold. They made me sick. I hated them. And so I don't always have time to heat stuff up. So I just kind of let those be a thing that I make if I want to have them in a meal, but I just know that I won't probably eat them later. Cold. Would you say snowballs? Good. Cold. Turkey meatballs. (laughs) Not those you want hot. You want a hot meatball? Snowball will fucking melt on you. Cold snowball. Yeah. It's an important distinction to make, I think. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be caught with the wrong temperature ball. Do you ever throw a little marinara over a snowball? (laughs) A little rosemary seasoning? Oregano? (laughs) You know what? I haven't. I haven't. Should I? Have you? I never have, no. Um, I've never even connected them to turkey meatballs or meatballs in general until now. I mean, I, I guess I should have before, but I haven't. <laughs> no, so that's. Uh, does that help? I mean, Singer, do you have any hot tips? No, I think you. I mean, I don't. I honestly don't do it that much. Um, I like to. I don't. I have time so I can cook, you know. I, I think yeah. that, like, you kind of hit it. I mean, I think seasoning is important. Um, that really helps. Um, some kind of, you know, seasoning or, um, preservation. You can add a little preservation to it. I've, I have done stuff where I've done like a, um, like I've, I've boiled chicken in broth and then I've put it into a, uh, like a verde sauce that I've made and then stored that over time, like stewed it in that. And that's pretty good too eat off of for a couple of days, you know, because it just kind of comes back to life every time you reheat it. And it's even not bad cold and it never, you know, never really dries out. Um, 
So, you know, that's something to kind of think of. Um, but I think seasoning yeah, I is get, important. I think that's maybe why the ground beef kind of endures is because you, you season it up, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're not getting any kind of refrigerator taste there. You're tasting the spices and stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I don't think I thought about that. The other, like, I do, like, um, I do, I'll buy, like, a, a rotisserie chicken, and I will just bring it home and just shred it all up um, and put it in a Tupperware and then just like use that for any version of lunch. Cause I'm, I too am home usually at lunchtime. So I, but if I don't have like the, my protein, then I just kind of become like a tornado lunch person where you're just like, <laughs> finding snacks for the for two hours um right <laughs> i didn't mean to use you make, another you make bad choices yes uh i didn't mean yeah to use it, another, it's like, very insensitive like, after the uh, trauma we all endured <laughs> with tropical storm hillary <laughs> so if you could refrain from talking about oh man natural um, disasters and weather i mean we survived this hurt earthquake this hurricane this earth cane Ooh, hurricane. That's it. That's it. Hurricane. I said it earlier. You ignored it. You said it a little different earlier. Um, anyways, the, uh, anyway, so, that, so if I don't have my protein, then I go kind of bonkers. Um, so that's something I have been doing is just like kind of like the lazy meal prep, just getting, cause also solving if the protein, shred the, yeah, the protein <laughs> conundrum. And then you do the side, you prep the sides. Yeah. I just kind of throw it together, like just like a wrap or something. Um, but the rotisserie chicken, if you get it, this, this might just be me that hates it. But if you get a rotisserie chicken, you put it in the fridge and you pull it out the next day. If you don't tear it apart the second you get it and put it in a, in a Tupperware, there's like this, like, I can't even talk about it. It's like it's, jelly. It's, the fat, yeah, the fat that oh. is liquefied and then it comes and then oh. once it like gets cold, then it like turns oh solid, solidifies. It's the worst thing. You don't want to <laughs> spread that on some toast or something? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want to put it on. It's a, a good moisturizer. <laughs> Crow's feet <laughs> under your eyes. Oh, so that. You don't want to put cold rotisserie jelly on snowballs? <laughs> controversial i didn't realize this episode is gonna be so controversial sorry go ahead <laughs> so that is um a hot tip and then it's there if you need a snack it's like such it's such an easy thing to grab it's not like you know it's and it's filling and i've been on my you know i've talked about a little bit trying to eat a lot of protein so i've been trying to have protein forward snacks um you can still dip it in stuff like hummus or my ranch dip I make out of Greek yogurt. So it's, it's versatile. Baba ganoush. Um, you could dip it in Baba Ooh, ganoush yeah. if you want. What's up, Bell Babies? It's Aaron interrupting the episode to talk to you guys about our hottest sponsor ever, Athletic Greens. Okay. Y'all know the drill. Stanger and I are using Athletic Greens every day. Okay, I got into Athletic Greens after I became a host here on the Dumbbells. They hooked it up. It is 
such an easy way to start your day off right. Let me get into it. Okay. So in one easy scoop of athletic greens, you are getting 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. This is going to get your day starting off right. All you need is some clean, crisp, ice cold water. You're pouring this little scoop. It's in a nice little package. It it feels like you're getting hotter as you are doing this. Okay. You just mix it up, shake it up, drink it. This special blend of ingredients is supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and my favorite aging. So everything. Okay. How does this benefit your life? You guys, this makes this makes my digestion a lot uh, more predictable. Let's say that it simplifies. Like I don't have to just buy a million vitamins. I don't have to like stand in the aisle and freeze because I don't know what to buy. I just, I go to athletic greens. I know what I'm getting. It is a, a, a one-stop shop. Okay. Now, it is lifestyle friendly, so whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, you're good. It contains less than one gram of sugar, so that's nice. No GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. If you are wanting a little bit better sleep, this supports better sleep quality and recovery for those muscles you are trying to get at the gym. Now, how much could this possibly cost? Y'all, this costs less than $3 a day if you break it down. You are actually investing in your health and it's, let's hear it for the people in the back, cheaper than my cold brew habit. Okay. It is also cheaper than getting all of the different supplements yourself. So get yourself some athletic greens. Right now, it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. Now, it is just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's get back to the show. So when you're, when you're tearing this bird apart do you also shred in the drumsticks or do you just you eat those sep those are your own little um, treats you're gonna have separate or you get in, you pulling the meat off of those and working that into your just depends it just depends on how much time i have and how uh how into it usually i will leave the usually i will leave them alone and then that will be like the last part of the chicken I eat. You just have those as is. 
It, it depends on my mood, Stinger. Sometimes I tear the meat off and put them in my little salad or my wrap. But sometimes if I'm lazy and I just need protein, then I just eat it like a freaking... Pirate? Pirate. <laughs> That's how pirates eat. <clears throat> what are the people from like the Renaissance time? No, I meant the time? Renaissance Fair. That's what it was. That's what I was That's what I was. That's what I was trying to think of. But pirate is also fun. Pirates, they do whatever they want. Okay, you look like you're looking for another question, but I have a question for you. Okay. Okay. What are, oh, sorry. This question comes from DV Cyber. What are the supplements that are worth using? As for BCAAs, colostrum, etc., constantly in feed. I feel like you might have an answer for this more than I do. BCAAs, you know, the, the, these branch chain aminos, again, that's another one that kind of, they, they'll get hot for a while. Then people will be like, oh, you're better off just eating your protein, you know, as opposed to taking them in this amino acid form. Will you form. talk about what BCAAs are? They're the um, uh, essential, they're the branch chain aminos, the building blocks of muscle. So like the essential amino acids. Um, and then they're, they're like hydrolyzed and put into like powder form. So you're separating all the other stuff out from it. Um, and there's, there's specific ones that are in, you know, like in the workout formula. I don't know what they are. Like I'm not a regular user of them. But I will say that there's been some I- interesting research recently about taurine an essential amino acid oh, yeah. that's come yeah. out to where uh, it's, you know, improved people's uh, lean body mass, improved their athletic performance. Um, and I don't, I, I don't know if it's, if it's in a rodent model or if it's in, if they've tested it on humans yet, but one to maybe look into is taurine. I don't know what the prescribed dosage is or the, effective kind of therapeutic dose that you would need to take is. Um, but I would say, you know, as far, and colostrum is another one. So that's like, that's, you know, found in its highest concentration in breast milk. Um, so if you well, got, if you got access to that, you don't even have to worry about what's going on in your feed. You can just hit up that mom and get some breast milk from her. Uh, I remember oh there was God, like a professional football place. <laughs> It's oh sorry. It doesn't. Oh, it's not sorry. as. It's not, not like as good as terrible rotisserie chicken. <laughs> yeah, pump up. Put it pump up before sex, and put a hand grenade in a fucking chicken ass. Uh, hey, hey, anybody around here freaking pumping their boobs? I need to get. BCAAs in. I remember there's a professional football player. Well, he's talking about colostrum, which is in uh, <laughs> breast milk. But a, a professional football player that oh, used to God. order order it frozen from like some lady that would sell it. Um, I remember yeah, I mean, that. people do sell it uh, if they have uh, oversupply. What do they call it? Who knows? Yeah, if they have, uh, they're pumping and dumping into this pro football player's mouth, I guess. Um <laughs> So, you know, I don't know as far as like if you're a human, like a grown man, like what or a woman, what it's doing for you. Um, but, I, you know, I, I haven't done a ton of research on colostrum. Collagen 
some good stuff in there, type one collagen. Um, at the very least, you're getting protein from it. Um, and so, and I, I always think like we've, you know, we've been talking about, even though somebody reprimanded us on uh, recommending, you know, higher protein in diets, um, he didn't like that advice. He thought that like calorie restriction and protein restriction is better for long-term. Although the studies, he, he like gave us some certain studies to look at. They seemed, they looked a little dated to me, but um, you know, I don't know. Hey, I think there's also like health span and lifespan too, you know? So it's like you could, you know, maybe live an extra six years, but you're, you know, not moving around or doing very much as opposed to if you keep, you know, a good amount of lean tissue as you age, you know, you can get up and be active and, you know, not fall. And Sorry. Whatever. I'm, I'm only laughing because if my, my grandmother is 94 and she has been alive 30 years longer than she thought she would be alive. <laughs> and so when it was like, you could live six years longer, but you won't move around a lot. I just like, she, that's what I thought of. Cause she like, she, I don't think wants to be here anymore. <laughs> she's just, it's okay. She, she has been, uh, Does she's she have access a great to Instagram. <laughs> she doesn't have access to Instagram. That might, that might rekindle her interest in it. You start seeing like, <laughs> seeing what's up with seeing people, you up. know? Yeah. <laughs> but Sorry. I, when you said that, I just like, she gave away all of her stuff. Like, 15 years ago she's just like and she just keeps on ticking this lady i love it um anyways i do love my grandma very much and she doesn't know why she's still here <laughs> okay maybe she's got to do something another? she's got some something she has to do before she i know that's what we're like i don't know try a hobby maybe you're like Maybe you're like a savant in something that we don't know about, and you got to get it out before you can go. Has she tried sculpting or sketching nudes or anything? <laughs> she used to. She really did paint. She liked to paint. Get so her maybe big I old. Tell her to try. Get her an easel. Just do it. For, get it for. Her. That's a good idea. And some paints. I'll, I'll, and some and some pictures of naked people. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> get her on IG. Get her some paints. Get her an easel. Easel is how you say it, not easel. Um, I don't know. And uh, and then uh, ninety. It'll be ninety four. But I want more. We got to we got to rebrand it. <laughs> ninety four. But I want more. Uh, she's just really pissed about COVID. That she was like, I can't believe this is <laughs> the end here. Just have to stay in my room. Okay. You gonna ask me one? Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, there was one. What do you think about this? Is coming to us from Irvin Hubler, Hubler, regular contributor to the show. Um, asks a combination of serious questions and joke questions, but uh, your feedback is always appreciated, and we like your engagement. Um. What do you think about people doing straight up ass days separate from leg days? <laughs> I love the way that's worded. I love a straight up ass day. I mean, it's a real thing now. Yeah, I I mean, I... People are butt obsessed. 
People it's like, are it's like It's like me in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fucking butt. I mean, like I told you, like when I went to college, I was like, wow, there can be people with big asses and stuff. I mean, I, I blew my mind, you know. It, it's um, I was well, like, also this is, like this is great for me. <laughs> I know what we've talked about. Like, then you get the little leg day, like the little legs, and then the no leg days. And no, then you but just, that's your ass the, gets that's something bigger, go- bigger and bigger. No, that's something going on surgically. That's yeah. If you're, if you're I mean, I, an ass day is great. I think because there's you know there's what three muscles three muscle groups in your butt. So you have some, you got some stuff you can play around well, with. Like piriformis, glute minor, glute max. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those are the three main guys. Your asshole is um, a muscle. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's a muscle, but I don't know that we're working it at the gym. Um, I think it's getting it a little a muscle, something. Right? The sphincter. It's I've been gotta watching be right. The, uh, and and just like that, the Sex in the City reboot and oh, that. it's I I liked the first season of that because it was so bad but like so watchable. Like I could I couldn't take my oh. eyes away from it. <laughs> it's a train wreck. It really is. It is so hard but so fun it, to watch. But it's fascinating anyways, they what talk they about- think podcasts are like for people that don't <laughs> listen to them or know. <laughs> It's like, oh, they just go in there for like 13 minutes and just kind of have a weird kind of off the rails discussion. Like, oh my God, you think that? That's crazy. You know, and then they're just like, take the headphones off and leave like a beautiful <laughs> studio. <laughs> so, such a beautiful studio. God. And it's um, like, how long is the show? Like, what is the show? What is, what is it about? You know? And they, hey, they just got a third season. That's my favorite. They just got a third season. The podcast did? <laughs> Podcast is canceled, motherfucker. Or just like that. (laughs) And just like that got a third season. I I will watch it. I did watch the first season. Did you watch the second season? I have not watched the second season, but I will watch it. Well, the sphincter comes up, so just... (laughs) What, they're talking about how everybody's all obsessed with anal sex now or something? No, they're talking about um, the guy... so bad at all the characters' names, but the guy... That uh, no, I don't even want to get into it. Okay, we, we don't just have watch to. We it. Don't, yeah, okay, just watch it. Yep. He want he's maybe gonna lose his butt virginity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, watch it. Um. Anyways, so ass days. You, uh, you. I think it's. I think it's worth doing if it's interesting to you and you want to hit all those muscles. <laughs> might as well go for it. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> I haven't done it, but maybe I will. I, I've broken up legs kind of fronts and back sometimes, but I'm usually doing hamstrings and, you know, some kind of variation that is going to work, you know, mostly back and then front of thighs on a separate day. But it seems like all of them tend to get kind of pulled in unless you're doing like a really ancillary, uh, yeah open track exercise like extensions or something to where it's like you're completely seated and your hamstrings and glutes are immobilized essentially. Um, but I feel like your, your overall leg is if you're working glutes is going to get pulled in, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I think if you like it as like a major thing, but maybe if I was trying to like, really grow the size 
maybe I would do it more frequently. But I think I'm going to try it. I'm going to try a, a, an ass day. Straight up ass day? <laughs> Coined by Irvin Hubler. <laughs> Straight up ass. It's a good t-shirt. Um, it's a uh, good t-shirts. I, I am fascinated by the people that get the very obvious implants or lifts or whatever it is. And then, mm-hmm. and then also work out very hard specifically on the glutes too. Cause it's kind of like, well, you did the surgery. I mean, you're good. <laughs> you, got, you don't have to like try to pretend like this is how you got here. You know, <laughs> yeah. everybody yeah. know, you know, you look like you're wearing a fucking diaper. Like everybody knows that, you know, <laughs> You had some Listen, kind of surgical help here. I'm, so I'm just so curious what it would truly feel like to sit on butt implants. Yeah. I guess like if you, right? yeah, if you had like a little, like, have you ever floated on an inner tube or something? I don't know. Maybe something like that, <laughs> but then you got to put on a hard service. Like if you, you know, if you're sitting on a, like a tube or something, like sometimes people have like a butt injury or something and they got it. Yeah. But like you're sitting on two of them, like one on each butt cheek. I don't know. I just, we were talking about it cause it has like one of the highest mortality rates that surgery for the butt implants. And, and so we were just talking about that on our drive home from Utah. <laughs> and I was just, we were just like, what is, what would it feel like to sit on, implants essentially that's a sad that's a rough one when you gotta explain people (laughs) at the funeral and stuff and like the coffin looks all weird what happened (laughs) the coffin looks all weird oh they died doing what they love having a big old ass big old dump truck (laughs) oh man um I mean, also, I, I mean, Buried I do in, like, like days. the little I wedgie <laughs> pants that like have the little <laughs> stitching up the butt crack. Yes. You might as well show the off stitching, what you died for. The stitching. And then now they have the cupping underneath. Like it's yeah. like shading underneath. I'm like, I mean, God bless, you know, whoever's inventing more ways to show it off. <laughs> there was God. in the, in this movie called the outlaw that Howard Hughes, uh, directed he invented like a um a certain kind of brassiere to showcase cleavage better <laughs> and use like his engineering prowess <laughs> to do it and then like had to pe- appeal to the ratings board and all that stuff about how much cleavage he was showing and all that kind of shit <laughs> but i bet howard Listen hughes could, could design a good you know butt showcaser I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say in our lifetime we will see that we will see the tops of of butt cracks, like butt cleavage. Not just and on a will, plumber. Not just on a plumber on purpose. <laughs> I bet that will become a thing. Like even if it's a little cutout, a little window. That's cool. I bet we will see it. <laughs> Windows twenty twenty four. Get the update. Get the update. <laughs> like a little windshield oh wiper on God. it or something. We thought it was going to be like. <laughs> Hopefully you don't need the little air freshener. That's a bad sign. 
Shit, the guy's got a little pine tree from his fucking butt window. That's a bad sign. Why the rearview mirror? I don't know. <laughs> I can just see it. I can just see the tiniest little tree. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to barf. That's funny. God, man. Well, <laughs> if it I'm happens. All for it. I'm all for it. As much skin as people want to show, I'm, fi- I'm fine with it. God. Are you pro? I'm just curious. I listen. I don't think I, I don't want to see people's butt cracks. To be honest, but I You're think weird. it will be fascinating. You're to the weird see, one. What? I'm not. I'm not the weird one at, at all. <laughs> You're weird. I will say my curiosity is in: Do people have high butt cracks or low butt cracks? And that would be just the way to find out. Just absolutely, the higher the butt crack, the lower the butt crack. It seemed like um, in the '80s people had taller butt cracks because I've noticed in movies that like there, there's a difference in butt cracks, you know, depending on what decade the movie came out. <laughs> I'm, not the a- only, I'm not the only person that's noticed this either. <laughs> Please write in if you are, are another person that has noticed the, if you've the noticed 80s, 80s long, butt. 80s long, butt. now that might've been the pants. No, I've that noticed really it. I've noticed it on the cracks too. <laughs> Sorry, God. Sorry to use your <sighs> parlance. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's move on. Moving on. This is a great question. Um, this is coming to you, Stanger, from Mister Greg, the peg leg. Now, I can only imagine that this is a fake account and we're being pranked. But here's a question for you from Mr. Greg, the peg leg. I, do I have love been the a name. listener. I know it is fun. I've been a listener for years, but am still fat. Why is this? Surely you are at fault. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Did you hear the last 10 minutes where we talked about a window and jeans to show people's butt cracks. <laughs> We're helping people. You can't get fit from that. Greg, the peg leg. <laughs> oh, Greg, advice keep, doesn't get keep any, at it. Doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> when you listen to the show, got it. take a walk. If you're not doing yeah, anything when you else listen to the show, uh, research, um, uh, research your caloric intake on the National Academy of Sports website. I mean, that's a little... He's trying to focus on the important information that we're dishing out. <laughs> so he's got multiple windows open. He's looking up stuff and inputting da- data. Do you say data or data? I don't say it. I say... I say um, Data. I think I would say data. Data seems harder. And it's also like, uh, you know, I'm not a little baby anymore. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, what'd you call okay. your dad when you were a baby? I don't, uh, probably data. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you want me to say? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, what did you, I don't know. 
I don't know. I was could have been like a, a weird, like a weird religious, like poppy papa thing or something. I don't know. <laughs> Popo Gijo. Let's see. Um, Did you okay. call him daddy Let's, or dada? I probably called him. I probably called him dada when I was little. Yeah. So you weren't calling him data back then. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay. This is the real question. Um, treating arthritis slash working out with it. I know you've talked about it, but I like, uh, any updates or info you have. It depends on what oh, kind sorry. of, and that came from B eight D eight X nine D, which that could also be, uh, a, a robot, a bot. <laughs> it's a hell of a question. Asking from a bot. About arthritis. <laughs> mm, how can I train mm, with arthritis? <laughs> Fucking AI's got arthritis now. <laughs> I mean, it does feel like a robot would automatically have arthritis from the get-go. Like, oh, fuck. Our, yeah, robots like the, are just... The Tin Man, dude. He was kind of yeah, like an Ricky. early robot. Yeah. Kind of, right? Exactly, exactly. They need oil right from the start. So, this could be a robot. Uh, yeah, it could so be. So, talk to this guy like he could be... A robot, or he could be a human. Chat GPT's got writer's block. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, what are we going to do? How are we going to get ideas? Uh, tricky thing. So it depends on what kind of arthritis it is. If it's osteoarthritis, so, you know, would say traditional wear and tear on joints, you have to be careful because you're getting your, your, you're dealing with bone on bone. So there's not enough, you know, like, um, lining and cushion uh in between those joints to protect them so you get bone on bone and it causes swelling and it can cause you know other issues so with that going on you probably want to get into some kind of physical therapy and figure out what it is and and then there's stuff that they can do to where they have you uh strengthen muscles around it so you can protect the joint that way. Um, you know, you have to do figure out like alternative exercises. You may have to make adjustments on the kind of cardiovascular training you're doing to avoid repetitive stress, which could aggravate that kind of bone on bone, that bone on bone joint deterioration that you're experiencing. Um, you know, if there's, if there's stuff, if it's some kind of acute injury, like you have a tear in your meniscus, which is the, um, which is the padding between your femur and tibia for your knee. Uh, there's some, you know, there's surgical repairs that they can do. Um, there's uh, hyaluronic acid, hyaluronic acid rather. Um, so these injections that you can get that can kind of help lubricate the joint. Um, it's sometimes your insurance covers it. Sometimes it doesn't. It's a series of multiple shots, but people have gotten some relief from that. Um, if it's, you know, if you see a good orthopedic surgeon and they say like, look, it's painful, but you can kind of push through it. You can maybe get a cortisone shot. You're just, you gotta be, you're limited in how many that you can do with those. Um, and those can cause, you know, weakening of ligaments long-term. So if you're getting tons and tons of cortisone shots in rapid succession, it could cause complications. So that's one of those things you kind of want to investigate and, you know, look into and, you know, make an educated decision on that. 
And if you're like in my situation to where you have an autoimmune disease that's causing it, um, then you might want to explore the different treatments that are available. So you could use a um, biologic, um, which, you know, kind of dampens your immune system a little bit. Because, you know, with the situation that I'm in is my immune system, for whatever reason, is malfunctioning um, and erring and attacking the lining of my joints, which causes, you know, symmetrical joint degeneration. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the most important thing is that you figure out, figure out a way to keep moving. And it's certainly something that's very common that a lot of people deal with. We all have to face at some point with age. And so there's tons of workarounds. There's tons of options available to you. I would figure out exactly what you have going on and why, and then, and then you'll know where to kind of go from there. But I'd say any one of those options could be applicable depending on what it is. Wow. Great answer. Great answer. No jokes from me about anything you said. Nothing for you. No jokes from you. Nope. Just a really great answer. No jokes. No notes. No jokes. No notes. No jokes. Did you, do you think C3PO had arthritis? Oh, Oh, absolutely. That gold guy. Yeah. (laughs) That's the voice we gave our dog Charlie. Is pretty much the C three PO voice. <laughs> oh, really? Like a Anthony Daniels, like a British kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yep. That's the voice we gave Charlie. Can I hear a little um, bit of it? Will you do it? Or are you I can't do it. Jason does it. Jason, Jason does, does it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then Poncho sounds like uh, kind of just like a football player that's been hit a in the head a bunch of times. Okay. <laughs> sounds like me. I'll have to find like a find like a guy. It sounds like, um, but that's, but C3PO for sure had arthritis the way he walked around. Yeah. Did, not a lot of mobility in those hips and, and knees seem pretty limited. What's that little, uh, what's this little buddy? R2D2? Little guy. R2D2 is not, he's flowing. No, no arthritis for that guy. I mean, he really only kind of like, he's got a little dorsiflexion in his little feet or whatever. <laughs> and his little, his neck and his head can spin around no problem at all. There's, there doesn't seem to be any hitches in that R2 unit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's just, that's just a little observation, I'd say. <laughs> what about BB-8, the newest one? Or do you have hate oh, for BB-8? That guy moves no, around BB-8 good. BB-8 seems to flow. Yeah, he's going. Yeah. But he doesn't have arms, right? No arms. He seems to be like kind of two no balls, legs. two balls in a two non-testicle <laughs> way. He doesn't seem. Yeah, the other way. He doesn't yeah. seem screw to me, to me. He seems like it's his own. Yeah, I have to go. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> What, Does he to you? you <laughs> to me? I just felt I didn't want to do BB-8 dirty by saying he's two balls. People might just think that like yeah. Fox Stanger thinks fucking BB-8's a pair of truck nuts or whatever. I don't. <laughs> I don't think that about him. No, but that I would say, you know, could be the next generation. The final generation <laughs> is the last little robot guy is pair of nuts. <laughs> Like Star Star Wars for douchebags, dude. I fucking love the new Star Wars, dude. I'm so glad they made a droid that's a pair of nuts, dude. <laughs> I have nuts. 
He's a pair of nuts. <laughs> Fucking cool as hell, dude. Fucking dope. Everybody's doing MMA. <laughs> I mean, it's the last group of people that they haven't gotten to. So it is a good money grab. Fucking drinking Dosakis, going to pool parties in Vegas. It's <laughs> fucking cool as hell, dude. <laughs> dude, who knew oh the most God. interesting man in the world was a fucking Jedi, dude? I thought that was fucking cool as hell, dude. I'm so <laughs> glad I saw this. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> Everybody have fucking yellow Lamborghinis and whatnot. <laughs> Force is strong in this yellow Lamborghini, dude. <laughs> if you don't get a kickback from Star Wars when they make this exact movie, we're coming for you guys with our yeah. lawyers. <laughs> Going up against Disney's lawyers, bitch. No way they have strong legal over at Disney. <laughs> no way. No absolute way. Well, I think we did it, Stanger. I think we answered all the questions we're going to answer. There are other um, like topics here that we will, that we will cover. Yeah. Um, People had some fun topic ideas. You want to tease a yeah, couple of them really out good. there? Oh yeah, hold on. I just put And we'll have to do them, so make <laughs> careful what you say here. Well, I mean Zumba. Zumba is a great one. I I love Zumba. I would love to make Stinger do Zumba. Have you ever done it? I never have. Um I remember when it was super hot for a while. Um popularity wise. I actually it, I mean it it's still popping off at my gym at LA Fitness. <laughs> Zumba? I um, think people still like it, it is, and do yeah. it. Yeah. It's got a a loyal fault. Is it always the same dance? I've asked you this before and I forgot what you said. It's not. Well, it depends on the teacher, really. Uh, some is there some like, teachers there's a have Zumba, like a choreographed. There's a Zumba playbook that you have multiple dances in or what? And do you get certified well, Zumba? You can get certified as a Zumba instructor. And I think that they have Zumba dances and Zumba songs that are like, these were made for the Zumba brand. Mm. And then you can't, if you have a teacher that's like going off book, they can do their own style. They can do their own songs, but with like the moves, all that stuff. Hmm. But it is like, if you are like a Zumba certified instructor with like the shirt, with the font, you know what I'm talking about? Um, Goddamn right, I do. Uh, <clears throat> and it's a like a bulking the, episode. Oh yeah, bulking that could be good. Bulking episode or Orange Theory. I've never done Orange Theory. I'd be I would be down to try Orange Theory. I've done I've done Orange Julius. It is different, but it is different. <laughs> we don't know. Um, well, we'll find out on the episode. I guess we don't know for sure. I guess actually, good point. Um. Aaron to try Stinger's Peloton, which I, I would try. I've never yeah. done a Peloton. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think that's all we'll we'll tease for now. Listen, we do want to do. What if you did and I I had like a a little eject seat on it and eject eject <laughs> you off of it? <laughs> That'd be wacky. 
It'd be interesting for the show. I wouldn't want to do it, and I wouldn't want you to be injured. But it would be interesting for the dynamic. It would of be the interesting show. for the show. You can so never just trust figure me out like again. a padding. Yeah, I well, that's guy says I trust you now. Ejected me off my <laughs> Peloton bike like I was Francis in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, rest in peace. It, okay, we. We do want to try the fitness test for some of the military branches. Yeah, we, we have a fun plan for that. So We do have a fun plan. It has been put on pause. I think the COVID. time we were going to do it, you got COVID or I got co- one of us got COVID. Yeah. I can't remember. And then it has been cooking. Uh, we we've had we've had uh, other stuff come up. So we will yeah. uh we will get that back kind of on the books when we can. Definitely haven't forgot about it. It's it's on our minds and we want to do it and we've had a bunch of people write in with like what we should try and helpful suggestions on that. <coughs> so we will when we're ready to do it, we'll dive back into all that and do a satisfying episode about we'll go through it. We'll do we'll take videos to prove it. And um I also was talking to the Action Boys, another podcast I do, and they um, maybe want to do uh, DDP yoga. Have us all try that. That's Diamond Dallas What's Page. DD- it's a professional wrestler's yoga program. Um, oh my gosh, I'm in. That's hilarious. Yeah, so that's that's on the horizon at some point. So some fun stuff coming up. Hell yeah. Well, you can always email us at ask the dumbbells at gmail.com email us your wins your flexes uh questions you have uh fitness journeys any of that stuff we'll read it on air if you want us to or we'll just read it to ourselves privately and if you don't want us to share it and just be happy singer yeah we could do do it during silent reading um, as our choice of book <laughs> yeah, after lunch. Yep. Guinness yeah. book of world records is not allowed during silent reading. You have to pick a chapter book, um, chapter book, no picks. I was reprimanded on that. Can't do where's Waldo. Can't do the Guinness book of world records during silent reading. Uh, <laughs> Instagram also a good place to get at us or at grandma McGowan is it McGowan 94, yep, but I grandma. want more paint yep, and nudes. 94. Cruising yep. Instagram in our final best years. Looking at like stories about rescue dogs getting saved, you know, different pictures of pizza and stuff. Um, People come coming back from war. Yeah, their dogs recognizing them after they come back from war. You know, <laughs> Those may- videos will get you. Yeah, maybe I have tears streaming down my face when I should be in bed, <laughs> and I'm looking at that stuff. <laughs> And then you yep. and then you end on one that's not as good. Like the kid doesn't seem as surprised, and you're like, oh, I gotta find a real, I gotta find a real one. Yeah, I gotta uh, gotta keep crying until I'm really crying, so I can really go to bed. So I can go to bed. Um, benefits of crying before bed. Um, so on behalf <laughs> of myself and Aaron McGowan, with the dumbbells and all our wonderful listeners out there that contributed their excellent questions and topic suggestions, we'd like to remind you guys to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. Nay. A pair of butt cheeks peek at us through the windows. Give us a wave. (laughs) That was a headgum podcast.